Without further ado, welcome to the latest episode of the Balderton Podcast. I'm joined this morning by co-founder of Signkick and serial entrepreneur, Sebastian Hein. Uh, good morning, Sebastian. Good morning. Nice. That's some real Dutch for you out there. Uh, and Sebastian will be talking to us about the Dutch tech ecosystem, what's going on in Holland, uh, and why is everyone talking about it? It seems to have uh, really been on people's radars over the last two, three years. When you Google uh, Dutch tech scene or Dutch startup scene, there's lots of deep dives by the publications we all sort of read and love, uh, really interesting pieces. But in your point of view, as a Dutch entrepreneur, what's so awesome about Amsterdam or what's so awesome about the Dutch startup scene that, uh, that really stands out for you? Well, the Netherlands is a very small, small country. Um, so on, in terms of starting your company over there, you don't have a big audience. So you only have 70 million people. Um, and our language is not the most amazing language in the world for others to understand. It sounded pretty amazing. Yeah. So basically what you do, when you, when you launch something in the Netherlands, you immediately start thinking about how do you go international? How do you go worldwide? Um, and our second language is English. If you look at the chart in Europe of uh, how well people speak English in, in Europe, um, 95% of uh, the UK can have a normal English conversation. In the Netherlands, it's 90%. So wow. almost at the same level as the UK. If you look at the other European uh, countries, it's pretty bad. Uh, I think Germany is at uh, 70 or something like that. And if you look at France, well, it gets, goes to 60. So um, just, that means that when you start something in the Netherlands, you think immediately start thinking internationally. Where do you go? Uh, what's my audience? Because 70 million people is not is not enough. Although those 70 million people are very tech-savvy, very tech-savvy. We're always on the edge of technology in the Netherlands. Um, look at the back in the days, the internet connection. The main internet connection into Europe comes into Amsterdam. So we have massive broadband uh, uh, back in the days and we still have. Um, so that really helps the growth of the startup scene uh, from, from the early days, thinking tech. Um, the other thing is that we have a huge uh, amount of uh, different cultures. We have about, I think in Amsterdam, only 180 makes us the most cultural, or the most different uh, ethnic uh, people in, in the world, in a city. Um, so we understand the world. And then again, bragging about the history, um, <laughs> the VUC and, and that sort of stuff, we, it's in our genes to, to go out and uh, trade, go out into the world and start trading, uh, think about, the ships we had, and uh, we went out and trade tea and uh, coffee and chocolate and that sort of stuff. Uh, started um, small cities like New York uh, to to uh, New, New Amsterdam. Yeah, New Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Yeah. So um, we're a very international people, and I, I always personally say the best Dutch entrepreneurs you will meet are not in the Netherlands. They are out there. Um, like uh, if you if you think about people, what they're doing, like the, the famous Dutch people, they do the CTO of Amazon is Dutch. And that's someone I, I, I really admire as being a Dutch person. Um, I think um, the founder of one of the languages we all use, a programming language, is it Python? He's Dutch. So, and he's not in the Netherlands. They're all not in the Netherlands. So you really, if you found your really good Dutch entrepreneur, you will not be in the Netherlands. Is that good or bad for the Netherlands as a country? Yeah. Because obviously when you talk about the great entrepreneurs elsewhere, there's always a desire to have them almost build their companies at home and you want them. Yeah. Certainly uh, in Britain, there's a push for companies moving to the US maybe a bit less and, and staying in London a bit more and listing on in London a bit, a bit more frequently. 
Is there a similar feeling in Netherlands or is there more of a push to internationalize for entrepreneurs to run their stuff from all over the all over the world? Well, it's important that um, they have their headquarters in Amsterdam and the government is doing a lot to, to keep you there or move startups towards Amsterdam. Think about companies like Tesla, Uber, uh, Booking.com. Uh, they're all in Amsterdam because of the benefits they have. Um, and Amsterdam is pretty well connected as well. We have a very, very good uh, airport. I think the third best in uh, Europe or whatever the world. I uh, don't know what that is. But um, we have uh, daily flights to London, daily flights to New York. You don't have to stop over somewhere. You can go directly to the most important cities in the world. Um, so in terms of, yes, you need to go out there and build your company. But it would be amazing if you have your headquarters in Amsterdam. Uh, and that's something... That's very difficult for the Netherlands. It's very difficult because once you start a startup in a country like Germany, most likely you'll have a German audience. So why would you go somewhere else? Um, if you start a company in London, you most likely have an audience in the UK and then move on to the other English-speaking countries in the world, like the US. Um, where the Netherlands, yeah, when you get massive funding and your audience in the, is in the US... And why would you stay in the Netherlands? It's, it's, it's a difficult game. Um, so how we try to solve that is that we have a lot of um, talent in the Netherlands, good programmers, not that expensive, they're loyal. We have some funding in the Netherlands, but most of them are uh, due to some successful entrepreneurs like a booking.com or uh, uh, other VCs. Who so you're seeing generations of entrepreneurs and technologists that have already achieved what they're going to achieve. Yeah before putting their money back into the, yeah. the scene. You're seeing yeah. a lot of that. Yeah, we definitely see. But um, I think a note on uh, the, the entrepreneurs we have who, who made the success, they are... So if you if you name companies like an Agen, they've been going for a long, long time. They, they started with nothing and then they grew to something very big and now they're slowly going back into the scene to help other startups. If you look at companies like IDNT, I don't know if you've mm. ever heard of that, the big, biggest festivals in, in the world, uh, sensation-wide electronic dance music. So Duncan Stuntenheim sold that to SFX, uh, I think in the US, and now he started uh, um, an accelerator for people who'd like to set up companies in the, in the dance scene. Uh, it's called Open House. Um, we have one of the biggest dance scenes in the world. Like it's a massive industry. And so is, there, is there something? Because that is very. That sounds very Dutch straight away. Yeah, you have a is. massive dance scene, right? That yeah. sounds very Dutch. And when I talk to you know uh, Swedish entrepreneurs, for example, there is they talk about things being uniquely uh, Stockholm. So th certain yeah. things have a set like yeah. good design, designing for a small screen, uh, mobile being quite pervasive, yeah. but reaching out into other industries yeah. now seems very Swedish and very Stockholmy. Yeah. Is there a something inherently Dutch about the Dutch tech scene? Yeah, that's a it's a difficult one because <laughs> so what, what you see in the Netherlands is um, we still have the idea that we can rule the world, so we're good at everything. Um, so we have we have universities <laughs> in basically in ten different cities, and those universities have specialized in certain things, from biotech to um, big uh, ports, harbors. Um, if you go to the Hague, it's about security. If you go to Eindhoven, where the original Philips is, we are, we're talking about engineers. Um, if you talk about Amsterdam, you're talking about um, uh, creative, mobile. 
So yeah, we have about 10 big cities um, who are all very well connected. All of them are about 90 minutes away from each other. And our trains are doing an amazing job in connecting all these cities. So people always think about, you need to go to Amsterdam because that's the Netherlands. Well, you go to Amsterdam, but then you find out like, hey, all the engineers are in Eindhoven. I need to go to Eindhoven because that's why see myself starting and that's where the, the knowledge is uh, or I'm in security then you need to go to the Hague because that's where it's international so, so if you're a um, an entrepreneur from you know from elsewhere not from yeah. the Netherlands or an, an investor a VC from based based anywhere else London Paris etc how do you learn that when yeah. you land well, uh, in different. either Eindhoven or Amsterdam or The Hague or wherever else? And I think that's where where we lag a lot. In, uh, we don't have a good spotlight on the Netherlands. So if we only put a spotlight on Amsterdam, then we will have a, a very nice city. You have a good good life. Uh, we have pubs, cafes in every corner. Sounds great. Yeah, definitely. It's, it has <laughs> even has characteristics of San Francisco because um, it's all... We have a different way of thinking, uh, as you might have noticed in the Netherlands. Uh, I've heard <laughs> once or twice. Yeah, so we have a very uh, creative uh, law on, uh, on drugs and that sort of <laughs> stuff. Uh, so, th- but that creates a very creative culture. Maybe mindset. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, it's an easy question just to, to, to giggle at and then gloss over. But it is something so uniquely Amsterdam that everyone thinks when you go to Amsterdam is that yep. the drug culture, very permissive, yep. very legalized when in most countries, certainly not. Yep. Does that have a, uh, a a demonstrable filter through onto the way entrepreneurs work in yeah, Amsterdam? Definitely. It does. Yeah, How it, so? We really think out of the box. There's no, there's no border for us. Like, you're not allowed to do this, or you need to think of this law. We we don't, well, just keep it polite. <laughs> we don't care. Um, so if we see an opportunity in the world, we'll go for it. And there's nothing that will stop us. So we'll try and try and try until we get it. That's very, very Dutch. So the, the Dutch attitude seems to be shaped by a, a few things. One is a history of international trade. Yeah. Uh, and also... Uh, a quite permissive drug culture, which makes, <laughs> which makes, and this is, you know, hey, yeah. it's just what you told me, which makes, you know, the general or the the typical Dutch entrepreneur think that they can achieve yeah. whatever they want to achieve, which is a brilliant mindset. Yeah. How does that tally with, you know, if you if you look at how the media portray Amsterdam and the Netherlands within the European tech ecosystem, yeah. it feels like third or fourth or fifth behind a few other hubs. Yeah. How does that play out? Is that the way it's perceived in Amsterdam and in the Netherlands, or so? I think the way I can answer is that what do we, what don't we have in comparison with the other clusters? And I think one of the things we lag a lot on is um, is uh, VC money, right? Um, because we're a very small country, like for instance, a Bolton, an index, they always look at Europe. So okay, we have Germany. Let's do the Netherlands on the side. Like when when I go to Germany, I maybe I'll stop over in Amsterdam and see what's going on. Just just to point out, we are doing a trip specifically to Amsterdam as we speak. James is over there, yeah, spending I, his time. I know, <laughs> no. um, and that's that happens a lot. It's but we're doing a lot and making connections with these bigger companies. But please, like, take the Netherlands serious. Yes, we're a small country, but look at what we have. Like, we have companies like Tesla and Booking.com and Adgen. They're there for a reason. and 3D hubs, of course. 3D hubs. And we have startups. Well, they, they're growing. It's a massive growing cluster. Um, so, but on the on the investment side, we're lagging. So, But all the other things, well, I wouldn't say we're way better, but 
uh, it's a very enjoyable city to start your company. It's entrepreneurial. You can go in every corner. You'll find entrepreneurs. Um, we share a lot. We accept a lot. That's why we have 180 different uh, ethnic people in our or groups in our uh, in our cities. We we love we love doing international business. But so you have everything you need. You have a talent, uh, programmers. So it sounds yeah you have. As you as you very well state on behalf of the the Amsterdam and the Dutch the Dutch tech scene, there is a lot to be a lot to be uh, shouted about. If you are you know as I said before an, an entrepreneur or a VC or someone interested a technologist you know interested in going to Amsterdam working in tech over there, what are the best what are the best things what are the best events what are the best conferences what yep. are the best um, yep. most like accelerators co working spaces in your opinion that you yep. should know about that you should uh, get in with. Well, know about is, of course, you should go there and start exploring because there are a lot of small things happening which you only will understand when you actually go there because because of the different clusters I mentioned. You yeah. need to go actually to those cities and um, because they're very small clusters. Um, but the bigger things everyone knows is the next web, of course. Uh, you have uh, the, the Startup Fest coming up. That's new, isn't it? Startup Fest? Or? Yeah, it's very new. So, yeah. again, they would like to connect all these different cities in one massive festival or one massive startup event. So you can go to all these different cities where your interest is basically based, and then um, you'll have small events around that. Uh, a bigger one is the Uprise Festival. Uh, that's one. That's my favorite at the moment. Um, they're in Amsterdam. They're an, a festival for Europe. So Europe has to f- fly in and then have sort of a festival in Amsterdam to, to celebrate uh, startup life or the startups itself. It's doing very well. Um, but uh, the Startup Fest as well. I think we have Tim Cook coming over. Uh, Tim Cook and uh, Travis Kalinich as yeah. well. It's a brilliant, and, and James Wise from Boulders and Capital oh, is on the VC tour, yeah. which uh, I think is the big ticket, right? Yeah. Uh, but but no, in all seriousness, that's an in, incredibly impressive guest list that um, yeah. anywhere in Europe should be yeah. proud of. How how did that happen? That's a good question. <laughs> I don't know. Um, well, I, I know that the organization behind the Startup Fest is... Um, some very well connected people. Um, so I remember you said on Twitter the Dutch are very modest but well connected people. I thought that explained it very, yeah. very charmingly. Yeah. So nice. okay, to be honest, so it's it's the Prince of the Netherlands, uh, and he's pretty well. He's a, a very passionate a guy. Who wants to, uh, he loves the entrepreneurial life. So he's very well connected. So that helps a lot in in connecting our country. Yeah. Um, and yes, we're very modest. So. <laughs> Otherwise, I would just say it's someone very well connected. So, yes, the the, law, the royal family is very well uh, involved in these situations. And then, in terms of uh, accelerators, well, uh, start a bootcamp. Uh, everyone knows about that one. We have Rockstart, uh, co-working spaces. We have uh, some good spaces from WeWork, of course, uh, in Amsterdam. And spaces is a really nice one. Um, so it's all it's a little bit different than in in London, where you have uh, quite a big focus on. Um, in shortage in Amsterdam, yeah. it's a little bit scattered. So we have a building called B Amsterdam. I think it's an old IBM building they cool. transformed. So that's on the other side of the city. And then you have spaces, which is more in the in the um, the financial part of Amsterdam. So as well in Amsterdam, you have different clusters uh, and, and and groups uh, working around. Yeah. So you talk about. Amsterdam being quite spread out, there's different uh, 
co-working spaces, accelerators in different areas and also different cities with different specialisms too. Are there any sectors that are particularly strong within either the Netherlands or a whole or within certain cities? I ask that because, hey, as I've said before on this podcast, when you think of fintech, people think of London. And that's London seems to have gone big on the on the fintech thing. Yeah. Is there a um, co- comparable sector in, in the Netherlands? Um, it's a little bit difficult one to answer, but um, yes, definitely we have some characteristics. Uh, I mentioned it, mentioned the dance scene, of course. We have, that's uh, very very Dutch, yep. yeah. Um, so that's <laughs> that's a good one, and it, in a way, it's a very active startup scene because uh, you're a musician, or uh, when it comes to festivals, you need technology, uh, and that's what I mentioned the open house from Duncan Stuttenheim. Um, so that's a very uh, attractive. I think we have in the Netherlands. But then the other things are, again, per city, you have uh, biotech, very important in the Netherlands. Um, you have uh, security. Yeah. In the Hague, very important. Um, so it's very difficult for me to answer, like, yes, this is what we do. We smoke weed and we... <laughs> no. That, those are our characteristics. If someone looks from outside, like a tourist would say, it's marijuana and... Uh, the red light district, etc., etc. But if you look at the entrepreneurial characteristics, it is very international. And um, of course, even fintech is very big in the Netherlands. Yeah, um, we're very entrepreneurial at that part. Uh, um, but agriculture is very important for us. Energy, very ag- agriculture, energy, and uh, as you mentioned before, biotech are these traditional strengths of Dutch industry that are now. Yeah, yeah look at the, the companies like a Shell. Um, yeah. So that's our history. Um, so we, we'll keep on going from there. Philips, a big, uh, big, big uh, technology uh, or hardware company. Um, Everyone knows they're Dutch because they sponsored PSV Eindhoven for so long. Uh, ASML, <laughs> uh, like a big uh, machines printing your money. Uh, that's all Dutch engineering. Uh, if you look at the car industry, even there, a lot of stuff is ha- um, happening. Um, Tesla coming our way. Uh, we have the factories over there. Uh, we build technology to improve cars. Um, yeah, so it, it keeps on going and keeps on going. So that makes a Dutch entrepreneur, um, you, you're, not, you're not constrained. Again, you, you, don't look, you don't put yourself into a box because a government or someone created a cluster and you need to be in. No, the world is our playground. And Love this Dutch attitude. Yeah, yeah. This is great. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I need to get myself to Amsterdam more. Yeah. <laughs> I can take on the world. No, but with that in mind, with the general attitude and, and, and the fact that things like Startup Fest, as you've mentioned, uh, and other conferences are shining a light, not just on Amsterdam, but yeah. on uh, the Netherlands as a whole. What do you think is next? To almost finish with some some predictions for what's next for the, the, the Netherlands startup or tech Scene. Do you think we'll see more entrepreneurs staying at home? Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. In in your in your view, I think the future of the Netherlands is becoming a startup hub. Like we're the connectors, we're the connectors in, when it comes in Europe. Um, we're very bilingual, so a lot of people can speak Spanish, a lot of people can speak German, French. So if you're based in Netherlands, you're connected to Europe. Not only the, the English language. So if you go to the UK, you, the only language they speak is English. We are very guilty of that. Yeah, exactly. And and the Dutch speak <laughs> all languages. I can speak a little bit of Spanish, German. Uh, I can make my way through uh, Italy, ordering my coffee, or move <laughs> so my the hands important around. Things for a Dutch person. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think the future of the Netherlands, or 
if you're based in Amsterdam, is that you're very well connected to Europe. Uh, so Europe is a very important playground in the world. Uh, and if you want to make a connection to the US, you can do that as well. Um, so the future is, 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 is connected startups. And to almost extend that, um, will, you, will you see different kinds of entrepreneurs starting businesses in, uh, in Amsterdam, across, across the Netherlands over the next five, ten years, etc.? Yeah. So I don't know, actually, this question as well. Do you see predominantly Dutch entrepreneurs starting companies in Amsterdam? Because at the moment, you know, we work with uh, 3D Hubs, obviously started by Dutch guys in Amsterdam, as yeah. is Cloud9, another company we work with. Yeah. Will you see a, a change in, in that trend? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I'm a founder of a group called, uh, or founder, it's a, it's a group of entrepreneurs called Oil. And uh, the language you speak within the group is, is not Dutch, because then... Yeah, no one will understand anything you're talking about. So it's a, it's becoming a big, big. And, and oil is what a, a group for Dutch tech entrepreneurs. Yeah, or? so it's a so we do we do trips to different clusters in, in Europe and the world to connect entrepreneurs to put them on steroids, <laughs> uh, and we're just a bunch of friends basically having fun. But uh, the language we speak is English because most of them are not Dutch. And again, um, what is a Dutch guy? A Dutch guy is someone who lived on rails and moved to the Netherlands. And started a family. It's the same as uh, as you have in the U.S. It's it's not you were born in the U.S. No, you're you're, you're different cultures, and that makes you Dutch. We're very acceptable, and who comes to the Netherlands? Um, so we have a lot of different cultures. So so again, the future is is connecting. It's 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 the best connected city uh, in the world, and Dutch people are very well connected. So yeah. So. It's going to become even more Amsterdam, the Netherlands, even more of a startup hub, even more of a connection yeah. uh, into Europe and of different parts of Europe than, than already than it already is. Yeah, yeah. And um, I keep thinking of more questions. Raising money, you say, is currently a bit more difficult in Amsterdam and in the Netherlands yeah. than it is in other parts yeah. of Europe. Do you see that uh, changing? Do you see more money coming back in to Amsterdam following success of Dutch entrepreneurs? Yeah. Or will you, you know, still have to look elsewhere? Um, I will go a little bit negative on that one for the Dutch. So what I've, uh, I'm connected to the government as well, and um, they roll out some some schemes. So what I've seen is that um, the Dutch government is supporting the local VCs in, in giving them money to invest in companies, but they're only allowed to invest in companies in the Netherlands, and that goes against everything the Netherlands is, because the Netherlands you should look internationally. So. What makes a VC so cool if they invest in companies that go successful and then you move towards that city where that successful VC is? So what I see now is that a lot of Dutch VCs invest in companies in the Netherlands and they need to hope that one of these entrepreneurs is going to become very successful. But your playground is only 70 million people. If we had VCs that would go abroad to San Francisco and invest in something that's amazing and explodes, then it will be a VC from Amsterdam investing in something in San Francisco. So that will lure people towards Amsterdam. Um, so I don't see the, the community or the VC community grow in the Netherlands at this point due to those small and, mistakes. Unless that, um, that governmental remit changes and the, yeah, the, well, that yeah. helpful money is no yeah. longer constrained yeah. to... Yeah. So for now, we need audience. to have it from angel investors, from successful entrepreneurs who were in the Netherlands, started their companies... Um, and hopefully the government or someone else will make some agreements with amazing, uh, like Bolton, come to the Netherlands, start looking at these entrepreneurs because we have some amazing stuff 
going on. Yeah, we certainly agree with that. As I say, uh, it would have been awesome to have James around the table with us, but yeah. James Wise, our guy yeah. who loves the Netherlands, is currently in the Netherlands, which yeah. is no better demonstration of how much he loves the Netherlands. Perfect, perfect. And we'll be at Startup Fest, as I said earlier on, so Great. Uh, on the VC tour. So if you're around for that, anyone listening or yourself, so yeah. <laughs> then catch. Otherwise, thank you very much for coming yeah. in and sharing your uh, views on the Dutch tech scene. And uh, best of luck with everything else too. Thank you, thank you.